Hello, welcome back, dreamers, to the Dream Stream podcast. I am Yiska Cook here with Ellen Ronis, and we're going to talk about our dreams. And I think we're also going to talk about the creative process and writing because that seems to have spurred our conversation this morning. So you've been writing, Ellen. Yes, yes. Um, Tell me about the process. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm actually taking a, a class. It's not really a class like how to write. It's really just a group and with a facilitator who is a writer and a teacher yeah. and spiritual person and a psychological person and so I grok with her energy a lot and um I never heard that expression before spirit tool did you say what expression a spirit tool no I just said she's spiritual virtual oh I thought it was like god make me the instrument for your will you know you know that's true spirit yeah. tools like they're you know I, I think writing is that in a way right because it's like yeah. you're a conduit for something yes yeah so it's been it's been really wonderful to um and difficult writing is not easy you know people yes. think whatever people think but writing is hard yes. <laughs> I mean you, sometimes it just flows out of you but there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of yes. judgments and a lot of you know yes. who cares about what I'm writing about and who cares about my life and it's just but the truth is that if you look at anybody's writing particularly like a biographical thing autobiographical mm-hmm. um books it's like it's such a stories of people's lives and yes. it's how you yes. make them interesting and right. everybody's story is potentially interesting so, um, and I, so what do I, what am I saying about all that is I think, um, I really appreciate the process. I appreciate like kind of almost being forced to show up to the page, like yeah. to have this group, this class, oh, this yeah. moment, we do the meditation and then we just write for 30 minutes and, yes. and it could be based on, um, on a prompt. We read some prompts and you can pick a prompt or you can just write whatever comes out of you. And right. that's usually what I do. Um, and it's often kind of a stream of consciousness kind of a thing, but lately it's been stories. It, and yeah. I didn't even, sometimes I'm just writing a story and I don't even know why I'm writing about it. This is what happened. I thought I was wanting to process something that was happening in the moment. And I wanted to write about that. Yes. And it turns out I wrote about many years before that started, like how okay. I got to this place. But I kind of started at the beginning and didn't know I needed to do that until I got to the page. Yeah. I think that's the most interesting point. Very I didn't know that I needed to start there until I just started there. It's just yes. what came out of me. Yes. And and, and until I actually read it to my, my, my friends and colleagues in the class, I had no idea why I was writing it. And I had no idea why it was important or even if it was important or if it was any good. Um, but with the feedback from people about the, the story as a story in and of itself, it turns out it was quite interesting. And um, somehow- the stream, the stream of consciousness also puts us in a, sort of magical state of similarly to dreaming you know I guess that's why people can really do automatic writing people who are connected with spirit and and do the writing it's um it's a really powerful medium (coughs) I used to write a lot and unfortunately for me you know I haven't been writing so much but you're inspiring me Ellen and I'm thinking 
I, I want to go back to writing again. That was an essential part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And somehow it feels connected to the dream world. I'm not really sure how, yeah. but it's, it comes from that in a way like an, uh, you know, sometimes writing is conscious. You're like, I'm going to write about this. That's not right. usually how I write personally, right. but, right. Um, but yeah, oftentimes the writing is, is, comes just comes out and and it can go into that sort of dreamy um um descriptive you know sort of yeah sort of the the unconscious mind (laughs) yeah um allowing Mm -hmm. for the flow and similarly I feel about writing a lot especially when I was in high school I had a teacher Ms. Lane and she called it Professor Corey, I guess the first person who did automatic writing, not automatic writing, but like stream of consciousness writing with her uh, mm-hmm. was a professor of hers, you know, the mm-hmm. name Corey or whatever. So she taught us, you know, now we're going to do Professor Corey. And it's just however many pages of just stream of consciousness. And mm-hmm. that was a huge learning for me that you can like free the control part of yourself and just let the energy flow and and don't pick your pen up from the page you know you just mm-hmm, keep it going mm-hmm, keep it going mm-hmm. even if we're just saying i don't know what to write right now exactly exactly and i my very first writing teacher said literally if you are writing and you and the pen stops just write i don't know what to write right now oh. i don't know why i'm writing that just literally yes. write that down and then yeah. Or what I mean by that is, because sometimes you're writing something, you're like, where am I going with this? Yes. And then, and somehow you, when you ask yourself the question, you just yes. keep writing, something else comes up. And it, yes. it's actually really cool. Like, you know, and I used to, I did this before with a different teacher. And I often just would say, well, what is, what's the point of this? Because it just sits in my journal. Nobody reads it. Right, and I realized right. the point is that it really does help you process life. And it does help you dig yeah. in a little deeper. And it does help yeah. you see things about yourself. And it also, for me, has actually helped me see that I have some kind of capabilities here in the yes. world of writing. doesn't mean yes. I don't, you know, sometimes I fantasize about writing a book. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know what. <laughs> I, I just heard myself saying, I just met my son's fiance's mom, who lives in oh, Hawaii. Wow. And she had come to visit and I met her. <clears throat> and I found myself you know, I mean, no, no time for small talk, really, <laughs> you know, no time for small talk, just get right to it, you know, this limited time here on earth, and uh, I found myself saying, yes, I have two books to write, and I was like, really? <laughs> okay, huh. let me, let me parse that out, you know, it's one of the books on dream work, or maybe on MS, or maybe on active imagination, or I don't know. I don't know. So that's exciting. So you're in a way already, oh, I don't know, forgive me if I'm misreading that, but you're already embarking on your journey of writing. Is that you feel like- I mean, I don't, you know, being a, being a somewhat of a commitment phobe, <laughs> I'm re- reluctant to say that, you know, yeah. um, because I don't really want anybody asking me about it. How's your book coming along? No, I am absolutely not writing a book. Um, yeah. I am writing, I seem to be writing stories and the stories seem to be about 
my journey having yes. left New York, what that was, why, when, how it happened, the you know, the, the yes. details along the way, the kind of quirky things, the deep things, the funny things, the pr profound, whatever things, you know, and Being I've only famous. Bringing Seamus, he's in, he is in those stories for I'm sure. I'm sure he is. Yes, he definitely is. Um, and so that's all. I, and I have, I've only written a few, like really one full story and then everything, and then sort of, you know, little bits of adding to it and sort of figuring out what the next story is. Yes. So I'm, <clears throat> I'm trying to just continue to show up to the page for myself and trying to carve out um, like 30 minutes where I just like sit for a few minutes in a meditation and then write for 30 minutes and just see what happens. Not, you know, I haven't done that every day, but even if I do it right. a couple of times a week, in addition to my class, that's yes. just what I'm doing right now. That's awesome. I, you know, again, I, I'm, a, I don't know if anybody knows anything about astrology. I'm a sun and sun and moon in Gemini and Really? So I have a lot of, you know, changeability, really? a lot of jumping around from one interest in a lot of different things, jumping around from one yes. thing to the next. And yes. I've recently been trying to kind of sink into more things. So wonderful. Um, but also recognizing I can, I am a person who can do quite a few things quite well. Uh, so interesting. So. The dream you shared last time, um, talking about a tarp that was you know, floating, and then it was sinking in. Yeah. So um, I feel like, okay, getting there, getting there. Yeah, yeah, that is so interesting. Because I do remember also from that dream that the thought that I had when, because when, I was with my good friend, and that, yes. that we were, we were sitting in this tarp that was going under the water. And I was thinking yes. this type of support doesn't work anymore. That's right. So, maybe, That's right. you know, it's like, yeah, this way of being in yes. the world, yes. you know, yes. um, of, of, of expression and emotion. Cause that would be what water is and what could yes. be. That's what it is for me yeah. in the dream world. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is, is not, is, it needs to go, you know, or, or maybe it needs to go deeper. It needs to sink in. Maybe I need oh. to take that tarp out altogether. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious now, in. have you had furthering dreams? Have you dreamed since speaking about that? And is there any way it might be connected? You know, I have, oh gosh, my dream world has been so vague lately. It's just been frustrating mm. and yeah. Um. I mean, I'm, I'm always happy that I sleep through the night. So if I don't remember my dreams, I'm okay with it, but that's secondary been, yeah, right now that's secondary. So I have been, um, I don't know, like last night I do, I have been, but I just can't remember them to be honest. And sometimes okay. often what's been happening is I wake up with some kind of a, you know, uh, some kind of, it feels like chaotic imagery, but, okay. and, and it feels like it's very connected to something that I'm working through, but I, but I, I don't put it together. Okay. It, you know, I don't put it on paper. So then I don't remember it. And right. then I don't, I can't quite remember, like, what is the message? What was the yes. learning? What did I, you know, so that's been happening. Um, this is something we talked about in the last podcast, yeah. which is it's not always on the intellectual level that mm -hmm. your dream can be working on you. And some yeah. dreams are just so sacred. We just want to, you know, bear witness to them. And other dreams are working on other aspects of ourself. Yeah. And yeah. I guess we don't have to even, 
you know, it's, it's strange to be on a dream podcast and just say, well, I don't have, I'm having that, but I'm not having anything that I can actually talk about, you know, but I think that those, whatever that is for me, that sort of confused imagery, whatever it is, it's gotta be working on my psyche. It's working on my psyche somehow. Right. Even if I don't know what it is, something is happening. And I guess, again, we say this often, it's about trust. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's about trusting that it's something all is about shifting. trust. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> I mean, everything is about it. trusting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> trusting ourselves, trusting in the divine, That's trusting right. that there's something that has our back, you know? Right. Yeah. Wow. So, well, I have a dream image. Again, it's an image like our last couple of podcasts, but I'd like to share it. Sure. Yeah. So I dreamed that I am under the skylight, which I don't have a skylight in my house. I dreamed I'm under the skylight and the sky is so blue. It's just crystal clear, blue, no humidity. No, I didn't see any waves of heat in the air, whatever. I mean, it was just a blue, crisp sky. And I was so excited. I felt like it was beckoning me outside. And I went into the kitchen in my house, my actual kitchen. And a friend of mine was sitting there and I kept saying, it was a couple people and I kept saying, my gosh, it's a blue sky. We have to go out there. And they're like, ah, you know, we're outside all the time, you know? And I just realized uh, how important for me it is to be outside, you know, be aware of the elements, be in the wind, be in the warmth, be in the chill, whatever it is that I I realize because, and I talk about this a lot, I have multiple sclerosis and walking is difficult for me, like especially like a hike walk. And, um, and I, I'm just, and I don't have a dog at present, so I'm not motivated to go walking. I need a dog, and then, I, then mm-hmm. I'll have a reason to go walking every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that is my dream fragment. Mm-hmm. The blue sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, blue sky, the symbolism of that, you know, like yeah. clarity, it feels like, yeah. it feels like clarity in the mind. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, my, can I just go for like my hit? My take? Um, <clears throat> yeah. I like that you felt like you were being beckoned out yes. and I, I sort of also see it as like you're inside and there's, you're seeing outside, but there's this either a blockage or, a, or like a protection. I almost feel it as like, I'm in my cozy home yes. and I can see that this is happening and I can feel like my energy is, is going out up into that beautiful sky, but yes. I'm kind of safe here. Um, that's, right. that's interesting that I'm taking it like that. Cause I'm having issues of feeling safe in my home. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Oh, I love it. I yeah, mean, I so love that you're having issues, but I love. No, I understand. No yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. Yes. It, it, um, it felt so personal and which, which is great because if yeah. I decide a couple days in a row without even being outside, it's depressing. It's horrible. Definitely. Depressing. Definitely. I mean, I almost, I almost feel it as a reminder 
like spirit is reminding you there is this there is there this, is and this. You have access to that you just have to go outside you can sit yeah. on your deck on your porch this has been in your life for your whole life right this isn't going too. away this is always here for you and yes. i mean that sometimes it gets like world. that sometimes that it's like the, the only world. medicine is hmm? Sorry, that means the world to me what is talking I know, I have over this each new other mic. again i have this new mic this that my son bought me but i i still we're still talking over each other but um <laughs> yeah i don't know i it's, it's just so comforting i don't know what i was just going to say about the blue sky and mm. were we having a conversation or was that someone else about the blue planet that we live on and i was saying it's the most beautiful planet in our solar system and they were like i don't remember talking about that you earth-centric person you know but i'm like no just the blue i mean blue and green like this is where this is where my home is you know mm -hmm. i don't want to live on a red planet i don't want to live on you know i want to live on the earth blue, mm -hmm. blue planet mm -hmm. blue marble mm -hmm. yeah so that was a, a lovely beckoning for me and uh so yeah i would like to get outside more often and mm -hmm. yeah i had a great day a couple of days ago i was out and about and i felt like oh i'm so strong now so i was gonna go hiking today on the rail trail with a friend and i was like i think i may have been over ambitious <laughs> i don't think i'm there yet I'll, i will get mm -hmm. there god willing and uh, mm -hmm. i look forward to it hiking's always been a really important part of my life mm -hmm. and, uh, as a matter of fact that's where i did most of my writing mm -hmm. not my like professor corey stream of consciousness writing but mm -hmm. um the poetry that i that i write and most mm -hmm. of it is done or was done in the woods and yeah. I would repeat it. I didn't have a pen or paper. And this was before cell phones, really, when most of my writing was happening. And I, I so I would have to recite it again and again and again to keep it in my mind until I got home and then could write it on paper. So that's, wow. how, that's how I remember so many of my, of my um, poems. Verbatim. I know I was always impressed by that that you could just recite your poetry <laughs> like I can't even remember like anything I have to always read everything that's amazing that you could do that can I share one with you sure this is called conversations with cardinals a red cardinal landed in a high branch of ash in the falling snow I opened the bathroom window by extending the frame he stayed a while and talked to me, thankful for the peanut butter, for the, for the pine cone rolled in peanut butter and birdseed. What a tweet. We said goodbye, and then he flew away, but I kept the window open. Mm. Following in the forged footpath of the dog through high piled snow, slow going, our path veered to the left toward a lichen-covered tree for a yellow pea, her, her yellow pea, and on, under full branches, slowly letting down white powder, I hesitate. A twittering songbird says, don't hide, open wide, stay outside, its shadow across the white earth. I am blinded by the brilliance and fall backwards 
under this endless vastness, blue, white, yellow, and cardinal red. Wow. That's so beautiful. I, I can't oh, believe you could remember all that. I just can't even believe it. And that. that's not even one of the major arcana poems. <laughs> that's like, you know, I also remember lesser poems that mm -hmm. have meant so much to me, but not necessarily publicly. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful. And it feels like your dream in a way, right? The outside, yes. the crisp, it, the yeah. sky, the oh, red, and yes. being outdoors and and you know poetry comes to you when you're outdoors poetry comes yes. to you when you're connected to nature i mean I, and i, I specifically feel say blue when i fall blue blue sky <laughs> white the white snow mm -hmm. you know yellow the yellow pea mm -hmm. <laughs> and cardinal red yeah yeah very vivid imagery and beautiful yeah, yeah. And, and dream and poetry certainly spring from the same. Absolutely, well, absolutely. You know. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. same state kind of in a way. Yep, yeah, yeah that's very- Sort of dreamy, unconscious, again, mm -hmm. the flow, just what's flowing. So were you saying you had sort of a fragment of a dream? Yeah, it was, it was just something about, um, An, a, an apartment or a house that I was maybe going to move into, or it had something to do because I've been looking to move and I'm yes. looking, you know, at different places and God knows it's not easy. It's New Mexico is expensive as all hell. And yeah. anyway, it's a bit of a drama. Um, yes. But um, yeah, that's all. It just feels like it was kind of a reflection of like what I've been going through, which is seeing a lot of different places, but it was yeah. like kind of a high rise building, which is nothing that we have here. So right. <laughs> it wasn't reflective of, of anything very exact. You know, there was like some kind of a high rise and yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to, there were also people in the dream that were sort of, I can't quite remember who they were, but they were like from different parts of my life. Um, like this friend from the here and then another friend from there and a, like three or four different very specific people and I really yes. wish I had written it down who they were because now I'm not remembering but yes. it was like oh that's interesting so and so was in that dream like they were all sort of I don't know if they were helping me pick a place they were helping me like look at oh your ally apartments or something oh, as, as my like allies, I guess. yeah I think my ex-husband might have been there and, and my oh, and, really? and particular ex-friend. Um, okay. I say ex-friend, just whatever, a friend who I'm not such, so close to now. But Yeah, um, so, so interesting. I think yeah. if it were my dream, I would definitely want to do a dream re-entry. And mm -hmm. if I even have a wisp of an energy of who might this person be and who might that person be, mm -hmm. um, it feels so much like a video montage this is your life. Uh -huh. <laughs> this person had this offer and this person. So I think that, um, yeah, I would definitely want to do dream re-entry. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's, yeah, that would be an interesting thing. And I, and I keep, I keep wanting to remember my dreams more. <laughs> like I, yeah. I, I have to really be more actively um, right, writing, praying for that, yeah. and 
making sure that like, if I have a dream in the middle of the night that I just jot it down, just yeah. do it. Yeah. Otherwise I won't remember. I think we talked about how you, I think we both were doing this. So we would remember if we're still tired, one word of the right. dream that it would right. trigger the whole dream. And yeah. that doesn't always happen. Doesn't always you have the one dream. word, but mm -hmm. can't quite fathom like, right. why would that trigger? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I think also, you know, the concept of, um, you know, when you're really working your stuff, you know, your deeper stuff yes. in your waking life, Yes. that sometimes the dream life isn't as active. I was that thinking happens, that earlier that seems, as well. Yeah. That seems to happen for me. And, and that might be what's happening. Cause I, I, yeah. I think, but I also do think that there's something, there's like this, there's, there is something deeper that's bubbling up. There's something deeper that wants to be known, yes. um, that wants to be seen, even if it's just the ways in which I've grown since I've been here um, in the last few years. Um, yeah. So maybe I, I have so much um, admiration of you just picking up, starting a life over. I mean, I did that a lot in my early 20s. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, and it was more about running away. It wasn't like going to create mm -hmm. a beautiful life for myself. It was wanna, really about running away. I want to read something to you. This was yes. my last writing class. I'm not going to read any of the story except the very first line, which is the first line of the story was, it seems important to say that I want to run towards something, not run away from something. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like, I, you know, because I don't know where I'm, I don't know if I'm going to stay here. I don't know if this is where I belong. I really don't. I don't yes. feel that. But, you know, I don't want to run away from that feeling and just feel like, oh, you know, that's why I think I'm writing about it and hopefully yes. maybe dreaming about things that will give me some in indications of where, yes. where I am and how I want to proceed. I love the Southwest. I, I've lived in, um, well, I'm also considering Colorado part of the Southwest, but I guess that's yeah. more central, but, yeah, but I, I, it's the West. Yeah, the West, I, I've lived in, in Boulder and mountain towns, Netherlands and Jamestown. And I've lived in uh, um, Munns Park, Arizona and um, Flagstaff, Arizona and Cuba, New Mexico, and La Jara, New Mexico, and all these places are are so powerful for me to think mm -hmm. about. And I I definitely miss the Southwest. That part of my soul mm -hmm. it will always be, you know, connected with the Southwest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I love it too. And unfortunately, you know, this this is the thing that happens is that. I get caught up in trying to make a living because I feel yeah. like I have to keep working. And so then I, I don't travel as much. Like I haven't right. even seen a lot of different places in New Mexico. I mean, I have yes. seen, you know, there's certain places that are like off the beaten track and yes. um, they're incredible and, you know, great sites and beautiful, yes. you know, landscapes. We still have to get you to meet um, the dude who lives in Taos that I really like his teachings. Um, remember I was big into three teachers on YouTube. So it was Neville Goddard, 
first mm-hmm. and foremost. But then there's also um, Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott? Yeah. Braden? Yes. Yeah. And Greg Braden and also a guru named Sacha Tananda or something. So you, we have to get you to like see what Greg Braden's community is all about. Up Greg Braden lives in Taos? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I came to that realization at some point Mm -hmm. yeah you know when I lived in New Mexico I had read um, Julia Cameron's book The Artist's Way Mm -hmm. and she talks about your morning pages and Mm -hmm. every morning she said write three sides of of um of writing like the stream of consciousness and I used to do that every morning at first when I lived in New Mexico, I would do my, my morning pages. And that was so good for me to just pen to paper, writing, writing, writing. I felt like that was a very powerful activity for me because it is, in a way, it is like, well, I guess people have known this forever with keeping a diary, you know, I mean, it's a record of your life. And I guess mine was less about my physical comings and goings, but as it was about, you know, my emotional state or my, sure. yeah. So, yeah. So I, I love yeah. doing that. Yeah. I did that for a while too, the morning pages. Oh, you did. <laughs> and I liked it a lot too. A lot, you know, a lot of times I felt like it was just like getting it out, right. Getting out yeah. whatever was there that sort of could keep, could keep me stuck you know in some kind yes. of a mind scan and just like getting it on the page and it was never anything I ever wanted to reread you know it's like right. oh my god I've right. never seen me writing about the same whatever emotions over and over again but um yeah I was never that interested in like oh well, well I did this today and I did who cares like that right. that never I mean unless I am doing like a travel log type of a thing right. But but yeah. like I love just being able to say this is what this is what's here today. This, this is what uh, yeah, today. that's like the biggest criticism of people on social media that they <laughs> take pictures of their meals. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, I guess if you're a nutritionist or if you're trying to impart better eating habits on friends alike, but um, yeah, I don't I know. Do, I do occasionally eat. do that because I I am very um, impressed with my artistic yeah. creative abilities in the okay. kitchen. <laughs> so nothing like, more about that. This was really cool. Or if it looks beautiful, <laughs> if it looks beautiful on one of my handmade pottery bowls, then oh yeah, <laughs> it's like and a double wear. The color, if the colors are vibrant, right? We we eat beautiful colors, you know. It's true, especially now, you know, all the yeah. vibrant oranges and yeah oh yes want to get some some good uh it's apple season over on the northeast coast Hmm? apple season yeah do i miss that about the northeast and the beautiful amazing amounts of different kinds of apples we don't have that so much here yeah you know there are orchards but the the types of apples are pretty limited. Okay. Uh, yeah, different. And mostly in the high desert, we can't we don't grow them. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> yeah, there are some, there are some kind of funky little apples at the farmers market. But, yes. <laughs> but they're not like oh all those delicious New York apples. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah so and I don't have any anything more in the dream life. Yeah, I. Don't. I 
I don't need it really. Yeah, I feel like just kind of in the moments with my with my life with my yes. house search and yes financial insanity that goes on along with that yes um, yeah prices are out of control yeah and, um, makes me wonder like about a lot of things you know right yeah so that's I'm really in life I'm in the light I'm in the yes. like what am I doing you know I'm in the sort of yes. like little anxiety actually of, of, of yes my life is about to get more anxiety provoking. I'm just waiting on a court date for my divorce now. Oh, wow. And that's, you know, I think the administrator <laughs> of my lawyer or his secretary, whatever you call her, um, had said like, like the 29th or something. I mean, like it's really this week kind of thing. Mm. So that's mm -hmm. my, you know, not real can possibly wrap my head around it not real yeah this is uh yeah. we got married in 2005 you know okay. so 16 years but you haven't been together <gasps> at all so but i know it's no, the, we haven't been together in seven years yeah but still there's something about the finalization of it and the the sudden the sudden feeling of like a you know, doors are shut. I know. Right. I, I, I guess, I, I mean, I'm projecting. So what am I going to do with my big fucking ketubah? <laughs> it's the, it should be the least of my worries, but I swear that weighs on me because it's an agreement that we signed and we had uh, someone witnessed me signing and someone witnessed him signing. And then we had it beautiful, beautiful ketubah framed and it was up on the wall. Now it's like in the closet, but what do I do with it? I take it out of the frame, just fold it up and put it with my keepsakes. I mean, that's probably what I would do is I'd probably take it out of the frame and roll it up. Oh, roll it up. Roll it up, cover yeah. it in, you know, I don't know. And then what? Yeah. I keep it forever? Like, <laughs> What? you might just find someday you don't want to keep it anymore maybe you'll burn it in a ceremony you know okay. in, a, in a sacred ceremony yeah i mean but you know yep you'll know if you're ready for that yes you know or yeah. you hang on to it for a memory you know i don't know right. it's gonna be up to like know. yeah what you how it yeah. feels to you i mean i recognize this is the smallest of concerns but <laughs> it's truly weighing on me well, yeah, no. I mean, if that's what's weighing on you, then it's not the smallest of concerns, right. you know, right? right? Like there's something to that. Partially because it was a commitment signed. It was like a contract. Yeah. yeah. Contract. Wed yeah. A wedding is or used to be contractual. So this is also contractual. And, um, and so I guess it's already loaded with, imbued with that kind of uh, regret. You know, although I do love what you said, the good and the bad were part of the marriage. You know, also all the good times, also all the fun we had. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's true. It's not only yeah. the bad time, but um, yeah, just, it's a contract. It's something, I guess we did keep it because, I mean, he had said to me, if, if I'm not happy, I'm just not going to stay in the relationship. And I was kind of like, ah, of course I'll be happy. Then you learn like, no, I, it's not my job to make 
anyone happy, you create the happiness within oneself, you know, mm-hmm. except me or, you know, my dependents, possibly, I don't even know if that's true. You know, you can't make anyone else happy Mm-mm. but no. yourself. Yeah. No, no. I mean, you can be happier with someone, I think, you know, I think that, you know, some, I mean, Oh, God. I hope that's right. I'm the last person to talk about healthy relationships. <laughs> In my mind, I know what a healthy relationship looks like. I don't know that I've ever had that. So, And I don't, I honestly, I can only think of like three ideal couples, you know, that I, yeah, ideal, yeah. you know, yeah, not to, yeah. not to put any, any, are- anyone who's embarking on the coupleness, couplehood. You know, I, I really respect that and I'm not naysaying any of it. I'm just mm-hmm. saying like, as far as people who have like a really good marriage based on spiritual growth and, and you know, mutual respect and however, however people can work that out, there, mm-hmm. there's really a very limited amount of couples that, that have met that ideal for me mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's not easy i don't think it's easy neither one of us included <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no definitely no no all right i don't we don't need to go down that road today we don't that rabbit hole no, we don't want to do that yeah so i feel like i've been dreaming lately and then when i when I, my, my little boys, he likes to get up a lot earlier than me. I am a sleeper inner. I like to sleep in. And he, um, he comes in my room, puts on my light, like, come on, man, it's too bright. And um, so, and then, so while I think I'm going to wake up with this dream, he comes in and like knocks every thought uh, right yeah. out of my head. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That makes it hard to remember your makes dream. It hard. Right? If, if that liminal state is is kind of broken. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like I need yeah. to uh, re-emerge in a yeah. gentle way. Sure. Right. If you kind of wake up like that, your dreams are going to go. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll just remind everyone what uh, my dream teacher Jeremy Taylor used to say which is that dreams are like reliable public in, uh, transportation. If we miss one, another's gonna come right around and take us to the same place we need to be, right? Does that, he says it much more eloquently, but like we can't be too fixated on one we don't remember because another sure. one is gonna come. Of course, of course, you can't make yourself remember if you don't. So, right, just right. kind of. Stay open to the next, yes. next thing that comes along. The next yeah. bus that comes yeah. by. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You on the I, bus I, or I you off that. the bus? I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, as always, Ellen, it's great to talk with you. Shall we um, choose a topic? I know we both like doing topics. Shall we in, in, um, incubate a dream and do it for a number of nights and then talk about it? You know... I don't necessarily, you know, we, I don't necessarily like the topic thing because. Oh, really? Oh, I thought we both did. Not necessarily. We talked about it, but I, I didn't necessarily particularly like, I mean, I guess I okay. like maybe the idea of it, but 
only because it seemed to come up that there was a there was a theme oh that was just a you know between you and I about our dream life there was yeah. seemed to be a theme but I I don't like to influence whatever's going I just okay. want it to flow and Good. come so and then whatever you it shall is not. yeah that's I might I might just yeah if that works I, for you I like cool. I like asking universe what am I supposed to be learning right now or that's cool because that's yeah. very open-ended it's not like what right. do I need to know about love right now oh yeah you know, right. right to just say what do I need to know yeah what, what do I need to know is, is so brilliant. I think I'll I will do that I will be incubating that um all week <laughs> until we meet again for mm-hmm. another dream stream yeah. sounds great sounds great okay Ellen hey. great to see you as always and you and to our listeners uh wish for you sweet dreams sweet dreams everybody <laughs>